this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to the podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad we are in a brand new year. 2022, we welcome you today. <laughs> We're in a great new season of our lives, and I'm excited to be able to be in a new year with you guys. I tell you, I don't know how you guys have been feeling, but you know what? I believe that we are in a season that we have the ability to change, to create, to attract, and then to manifest in our lives. You know, so many people ask me, is this real? Like, like, tell me the truth, Jeremy. Like, can you really create? Like, you know, as a Christian, you know, as as someone who loves Jesus, can we really create with our lives? I mean, what about you know God's will? What about you know Him running our lives? And so, let me tell you something. I said, if you read the scriptures closely, you'll find out where there's more verses in the Bible where God puts it in our hands. As far as draw near to me, and then I'll draw near to you. Ask, seek, and knock. Uh, you know, the power of life and death is in your you know your mouth. You know. Um, and then you think about the fact of uh, whatever you touch begins to prosper. There's more scriptures than we can imagine that lets us know that there's a treasure in this earthen vessel that is God is beckoning us to be able to, for lack of better words, come up hither, begin to unlock the, the mysteries and the secrets of God within inside of us in the kingdom of that treasure and begin to loose it. So yes, I'm a firm believer in these things. And also one of the things that I really love about the kingdom of God is really understanding that this stuff works. You know, we, we hear the story of, you know, you'll know them by their fruit. The Bible says you'll know them by the fruit they, they bear. You know, the, the, the saying on the earth is what? There's proof in the pudding. If there's, you know, proof in the pudding. The key thing for me is this. Does this stuff work for Jeremy Lopez? Absolutely it works. Does Jeremy manifest and attract into his world what he desires? Absolutely he does. How does he do that? He begins to seek God. He begins to seek God, look for synchronicities, look for patterns, look for things around him because the Bible says we go from glory to glory. There's an entrance. The Bible says that you know the entrance of, of his word bringeth light. When we begin to allow his word in us to vibrate and begin to sort of lead the way, then guess what? There's an illumination of revelation that just shows up in front of us. And if we have an eye to see and an ear to hear, we'll begin to see and we'll begin to hear the very things that's laid out before us that's going to lead us into the place of victory and lead us to the place of understanding of what we're sensing, seeing, smelling, tasting, and hearing. Because the part of us in our lives that God has given us is this amazing discernment to discern both right and wrong, but also be able to discern what stands before me, to discern what my thoughts are telling me, which thoughts are healthy, which thoughts are negative, which thoughts are bad, which thoughts are limited, and which thoughts are unlimited. What thoughts? See, there's a discernment level in the side of all of us that wants to be illuminated once we begin to feed it attention, that begins to show us the way, show us the pattern that God's laid up before us. And that discernment is inside of you to even begin to know what thoughts you're having that comes from the heart of God to trust and what thoughts in you that you say, you know what, these are limited thoughts. These thoughts cannot lead me or will lead me into a place of expandedness, a place of multiplication, a place of reproduction, because everything in God's kingdom will do that. Goes from glory to glory. You know, when the Bible says, I'm getting ahead of myself today, but I'm, I'm liking this. When the Bible says, you know, oh, magnify the Lord with me, here's the key thing. Magnify 
is the word magnification, which means how do we make God bigger? Think about it. The, the, the thinking of making God bigger really makes no common sense because God can't get any bigger because God is God, right? So if I have that kind of power to think I can magnify, in other words, if I can make God bigger, then maybe I'm a God too, right? But the key thing is, that's not what the scripture is talking about. Magnify means make it bigger, magnification, making it bigger, which means making God's word clearer, making the path of God clearer, beginning to magnify God with inside of me. Because see, the expandedness of God needs to be magnified within me. So when we magnify God, that means we, we praise God, we talk about God, we illuminate you know, the revelation of God. Why? To expand God with inside of us to where we see with more clarity of what we need to be thinking on and what we need in our lives and, and, and what path does God want me to take. Because the more that I magnify God, the more that He becomes bigger with inside of me. Because God doesn't need to be bigger out here. God's already, Bible says He's omniscient, omnipresent. God is in all things anyway. So I need Him to be bigger inside of me. And the best way to do that is begin to consume myself with being that place of magnifying God in me, making him bigger, but then pulling the discernment, pulling the gifts out, pulling the, the, the light of God's word, pulling the, the revelation, and making all this stuff bigger inside of me. Why? So I can begin to speak into my world. I begin to I can begin to speak on my path because that way I have confidence and trusting that I know that what I think will begin to become my world. Why? Because I'm making God, magnifying God, bigger with inside of me. And if I have the power, here's the great thing, folks. I want you to hear this out. If I have the power in me that God's given me by his kingdom to begin to magnify something, oh, magnify the Lord, that means I'm the one magnifying God. Doesn't make me greater or bigger than God, not, you know, totally opposite of that. But it does let me know there's a magnificational anointing inside of me. There's an anointing to magnify. There's an anointing in me to make things bigger. And if, and if, and yet if I can read the scriptures and says, oh, magnify the Lord, that lets me know that I have the power in me to make bigger the God of the universe. That means that it doesn't mean it takes lesser from God. It means it's greater than me because God has given me an anointing and a power to make God or make things bigger with inside of me. Are you with me? So I know I'm giving you guys a lot today, but go with me for a moment. So when we look at 2022, Here's the way you do it, is you look at your life and you say, okay, if the scripture says, oh, magnify the Lord with me, then that means there's a substance in me that has the power to make things bigger, which is magnified, magnification, or make things smaller. So with inside of me, I can have the power to make God smaller in me, or I have the power to make God bigger by magnifying him with inside of me. So if God has given all of us, because Jesus said, I'm the light, the light of every man. If God has given us the power to make things bigger, to magnify it, how do we magnify it? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. How do I, how do I make God bigger with inside of me? I focus on him because what I focus on expands. Now, many of you are getting this now. What I focus on expands. Are you with me? Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. What does that mean? I'm making God bigger with inside of me. So therefore, we can fulfill other scriptures that says, so I, I decrease and he increases in me. So there's a magnifying 
of God with inside of me. Why? Because the more that I make God bigger inside of me, then the more I'm consumed by God, the more I'm consumed with knowing the right path, I'm more consumed with everything I need to be, to be doing. And an amazing, amazing uh, thought that if I magnify the Lord in me, then that means I'm making the things that God is and God does bigger inside of me. So that means what I touch will not will turn to gold even mag- more magnified. That means whatever I think, guess what, will be magnified in its way of making bigger, negative or positive. That means whatever I, you know, where my foot shall trod, the Bible says God's given it to me, that means where my foot shall trod, it's going to become literally like huge big footsteps. Why? Because I'm magnifying the destiny. I'm magnifying the wheel because I'm magnifying the very King of Kings and Lord of Lords who made the wheel and the destiny of our lives. Can you can you understand that? So the bigger I make God, then everything that God is and does and and and, and for lack of better words, practices, all of that is bigger than inside of me as well. Are you with me? So therefore, if you feed, it's like saying if you feed the giant, the giant gets bigger, right? And whatever the giant consists of gets bigger as well. So the more that I begin to magnify the Lord and praise and exalt his name, the more the bigger he becomes in me, which means I can have the power to magnify everything that he has set up before me to magnify. So I have the power to magnify and make bigger my purpose, my destiny, uh, the will for my life. Um, my thoughts can begin to manifest. Why? Because I'm feeding and I'm magnifying. Think about it this way. If I was to say, oh, magnify your positive thoughts, let us begin to focus on them together. Go with me on that one for a moment. That's sort of what the verse is saying when it deals with God. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Why? Because I'm praising and I'm magnifying God Almighty. And, and I'm, I'm causing an invitation to for people to join in with me to make him bigger with inside of all of us. Because we're two or more gathered in his name. There he is in the midst of us. So we know even when two or more people are gathered together, there's something bigger. There's something magnifying within the power or the energy of when we get together. So you're understanding now a little bit more of this. Ah, oh, I get it. I get it now, Jeremy. I'm understanding more. Because the more that you begin to realize that you're magnifying the very source of life, God, then everything God consists of is you can magnify as well. Okay, so if I begin to say, I've got the mind of Christ, that means if I have the mind of Christ, that means the thoughts of God within the mind of Christ that, that dwells within inside of me, that means what I focus on will expand. If the power of life and death is in my tongue, that means, think of it as a moment. I know you've heard this a thousand times before, people, but if I have the power in me to say, I can speak life to be able to bring something bigger, magnify it, Make larger, expandedness, reproducing, but yet I also have the power of death to shrink, to limit it, to destroy, to annihilate. So that's how powerful my words that vibrate out of my soul begin to make, make my world conducive to what I'm looking for and what I'm wanting. So if I curse words, then my world is cursed. If I, if I speak words of life, my, my, my uh, life has life. Are you with me? My path has life. And so when we say, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, well, think of it this way, guys. There was no written word back in the day. There was no Bible written. 
Yes, we had the Torah, but it was sort of like, you know, it wasn't like the full written word of God. And so when he says thy word, if you study that word, word in the original language, you'll find out it actually represents the fact of what God speaks to you. It's the, it's, I'm not a big fan of using the word rhema versus logos, even though we know these words are real in the Greek language. But yet, I want to take it to a place where you're seeing something by a breathed on, spoken, life-giving, heartbeat word that God speaks into your soul. And when he does, that means the moment it does, that word can be a lamp. Think about it. That word can be a lamp. It doesn't have to be. Thy word is a lamp unto your feet and light into your path. But guess what? There's a, there's a power in me that, that either bends to yield to it or bends to resist it. And so that's why you have to begin to understand that when I hear a word that's vibrating in my soul, I focus on that word. Why? Because I want to focus on something to make it expand because I'm feeding life into it, not death. And the more that I vibrate, the more that I uh, will say, think upon, see law, as David said in the Bible, the more that I begin to consider, ponder on these things, then that word has the power to begin to bring light and revelation to my path. And so guess what happens? What I focus on expands and it brightens my path and illuminates my path. It makes my path bigger. And therefore, from that day forward, I can see with more clarity. Therefore, I have the power to speak onto the path through that light and, and, you know, and thanking God for the light and watching that light lead me. And it brings me illumination of what it is I need to focus on from the word that I know is part of his will, that I have the permission, that I have the permission, that I have the permission and the go ahead to begin to bring into my world in my life. So what I want to recommend to each one of you today is this 2022. Here is the brand new year. We're in January. We're knocking on the door here of January. Here we are. Uh, by the way, my birthday is January 22nd, a couple of days from now. So, hey, I'm excited about that. But here we are in the middle of January uh, 2022. And there is a beckoning call to knock upon the door this year to open it up. Jesus even said in the book of Revelation, he said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears me, and opens the door, I will come in and sup. You know what that shows me? It shows me there's a door that is inside of us. That if we begin to know the power. Because here's the great thing about the kingdom. is Jesus said, I, knock, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice, if any man opens the door, I'll come in. See, so here's the thing. There's a power. There's a power of God that is waiting to come into you. But you have the power to give it permission. You have the power to keep the door shut or to open the door. You do. So when you begin to understand, you know what? There's a door, an entrance here that I need to let the God of the universe, the King of the light, the power, the anointing, whatever, any and all things that's pertaining to life. If I begin to allow that door to be open, then guess what? It doesn't force its way in. It comes in through my willingness, my submitting, and also my desire to say, I choose this day. Almost like choose this day who you will serve. I choose this day to allow me to be transformed. To, in other words, to allow it to come into me. And begin to make me a better person. To change my life. So therefore, there's a door right now for 2022. And it's calling you to begin to answer it. To say, you decide what you want in this year. 
You decide according to what you know is vibrating in your soul that you know God has placed there. If it is, no matter if it's a family, wanting children, wanting to get married, uh, we'll, go, we'll go the material, material way just for a moment. Need a new job, need a new car, you know, need a new home, need your bills paid off. Or, you know, uh, or you want to be an entrepreneur, you know, or you're wanting to p- have peace in your family. You're wanting your, you know, children to be able to, uh, to be raised up and, you know, and, and, and live a good life that you know they could be successful in or whatever the case may be for you. Whatever it is, then here's the p- picture for you. You're in 2022. Open the door by thinking the thoughts that you want to be able to create in this year. Begin to open the door to receive the manifold wisdom of God that is saying, look, if you think it, you'll have it. If you believe it, all things are possible for those that believe and trust. And therefore, if you know in your heart that you're wanting to be able to do good for people, because if you've done it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. The purpose for me in 2022 is how many of the least of these can I do unto them? How many of the least of these can I begin to bring forth light and life and give them you know, food and clothing and not just go to some shelter, but buy something from somebody in Coles and Macy's and Saks and Blue, Bloomingdale's or wherever it is you know, you're shopping, Walmart, whatever, wherever you're shopping, that you just sort of randomly start picking people to buy stuff for. You begin to, you know, buy people clothes. You begin to, you know, surprise people at restaurants to say, hey, I don't even want them to know, but tell your server, hey, you know what? I want to buy those people's dinner over there or that lady over there who's alone or that couple over there looks like it's their first date and not even let them know. The key thing is that's the kingdom living, folks. That's Zoe kind of life. And if your attitude and your mindset is saying, well, Jeremy, that's good for you, but I can't afford that. That's why you can't afford that. That is why you can't afford that because God is giving you doors all around you and your key is the power to give. Your key is the power to create. And if you're not unlocking those doors to buy and to do things for people, guess what? Then you, can, you can't you can give, therefore you can't receive back. Because the only kingdom uh, principle is give and it shall be given unto you. So therefore you're going to have to understand if you want your 2022 to work and you want to be able to, to see success and have it the best year ever, then here's my suggestion to you. Let the door, open the door, put the key in the door to give that you'll get back. Not for that purpose, but that's a key. Another key is start thinking the thoughts of God. Manifest what it is you want in your life by bringing out that to give to other people. You want to have something in your life? Pray for it for somebody else. You have to understand that life is is as is right here with you, and it's asking you if you want to be a part of the abundance of life. You're going to have to be able to submit yourself to life, and and, and you're going to have to live the part as if you as if you're already enjoying it. You have to live the part as if you're already in that place you're wanting to manifest. And how you do it, you start living life. People say all the time, "If I just had money, I'd buy a new car for that person." Here's a key thing: if it's in your heart already, maybe you should be doing that. Maybe that's what's holding you back from the getting the money you need is to be able to buy something for somebody that you know is already sort of planted in your heart to do anyway. Then that's your open invitation to say, if God tells me to do it, if I do it, then then I'll get blessed for the things of desires of my heart I've been looking for. When people tell me, if I just had this, I would do this. I look at them and I say, that's why you don't have it. 
Because you've already got a vision to say, if I had this, I would do this. And God is saying, no, that's not how the kingdom works. The kingdom is a backwards kingdom. You reverse that. You reverse that. Don't say, God, if you gave me money, this is what I would do. You, you do the thing you want to do, and then God will give you the money. God's kingdom is a backwards kingdom. It's not about us looking at life and saying, if I, you know, if I had this God, because what you're saying is, you know, God, if I truly had this, would I really carry this out anyway? If I truly had the money, would I truly, you know, buy that person's dinner down the street for me? Would I really want to, you know, God, if I just had money, I'd buy these new clothes, you know, for this, for the widower down the street that just lost her husband. If I just had the money, God. And you know what God's saying? God said, no, you wouldn't. If you had the money, you wouldn't do it. Because you're already looking at it from a place right now that you're looking for something to, to get because you're already placing yourself in a lack zone. You're already saying, I am in a lacking zone here. And, and so you're already validating your lack. And so God knows that, that your heart is saying that, God, if I had it, I don't think I'd even do it because I'm already thinking from a lack point of view, a lack zone point of view. God's kingdom doesn't work that way. If you have an, if you envision, here's a key thing. We are responsible for what we envision. We're responsible for what we, uh, for what we think. And so when we say, man, I would love to buy that woman dinner down the street, but I, you know, if I just had the money. And you know what God's saying? God said, no, 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 that's not how it works. You need to reverse that. You buy your dinner, then you'll get the money. You see what I'm saying? Because God will try our heart to see exactly what we're made of. And if we play the role and play the part that we know we're supposed to play to say, I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. That's where my heart is. I'm going to act like I already have the money. I'm going to act like I'm already healthy. I'm going to act like I'm already you know, playing the role of success. I'm going to act the part of already being an entrepreneur. I'm going to act it, talk it, walk it, taste it, smell it. Because the moment I do... Then I set into motion my the universe. I set into motion my world right now to be conducive to that in which I am acting and playing the part as a famous actor or actress in the role of the movie that's a bestseller called My Life. And the moment you do that, God says, I see your heart now. I see you're desperate enough to play the part. I see you're willing to go the extra mile, walk on the water, and go ahead and do what I've told you to do. And then after the fact, I'll give you the tools you need to make what you're doing happen in your life. That's how God works. The kingdom doesn't say if you're comfortable enough, if you have it, then you do it. The kingdom says, no, you do it when you don't have anything and you can't see anything coming on the horizon. You already do it and then it'll appear on the horizon. So thoughts do become things. Magnifying God and magnifying things is letting you know you've got the power to magnify in you. What are you magnifying? Are you magnifying God? Are you magnifying positive thoughts? Are you magnifying your vision in you? You're magnifying the very dream that you wish you want to, you, you, the, the thing you want to see manifest in your life? Or are you magnifying your lack? And wish I had this and wish I had that. If I had this, God, if I just won the lottery, God, I would, I would pay my friend's bills off if I just had the lottery. And God's like, no, you wouldn't. You would not. Because your heart is already telling me you live in lack. That's not what I, what I reside in. I reside in the heart saying, I will do it no matter what, God. Because this, this is my drive. This is my passion. And sometimes God will look at you and say, are you, are you hungry enough like Hannah to beg and plead and look like a, sometimes maybe a, a fool in the streets, like you're a drunk woman because she wanted a child so bad? What are you willing to do? What cost are you willing to pay for what it is you want your year to look like? 
That's the key thing. I'm willing to play the act and the role because I'm desperate enough to have a move of God to where I'm seeing success. I'm seeing an overflow. I'm making sure that my life, I'm not asking my life to be happy. I'm demanding my life to be happy. I'm demanding joy to be present in my life. That's so unspeakable that no matter what happens, that joy is going to be there. I'm demanding my life by visioning, by visualizing it, envisioning it, and getting it in my spirit and through my blood that you will do this and this and this. And guess what? It shall appear that way. Once again, is my life going to be perfect? No. Will I go through trials and tribulations? Absolutely. Those things make us stronger people. However, my world will be aiming in the direction that I'm playing the part in. And you watch and see, folks, it happens. It works. It works. That's the power of God. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. You have a quickening, powerful, resurrection Spirit in you. What are you resurrecting? What are you creating? What are you bringing back to life that you, that you let die years ago? And when you begin to understand that, your world will change completely. <laughs> well, there, there you go, guys. That's my sermon for the day. So I hope everyone have a, has a blessed day today. And as always, hey, look, if you're really hungry and desperate for a move of God, if you're hungry to really see your life change, let me tell you something. I'm here to help you. I really, I'm so passionate about what I do because I'm, I'm hungry to see you thrive. I really, and just, I just desire, my greatest desire is to see people like you thrive. And every one of you, thousands of listeners, you deserve a better life. You deserve a better life. Give yourself permission to be able to have a better life. You do deserve a better life. Don't say, well, I've done wrong. I've done bad things. God is not sitting here wanting to punish you. God say, I forgive and forget and move on. If, if God can move on from it, you need to move on from it. You see what I'm saying? And you deserve a better life, but you have to permit yourself to say, I will Get back on board of that horse and ride it into the wind, and, and you will do it. So I want to encourage you today, go to the website, identitynetwork.net, and when you do, I want you to, to, to choose one of my best schools that will help you. It's very therapeutic, and it will teach you like details of stuff, what to do with what I've just talked about. What I talked about today in this, in this podcast was literally scratching the surface of what the in-depth part of my school can do for you. It's called School of Thought, and I love it. It's called, once again, School of Thought, and it deals with imagination and visualization. And I want you to get into the website, identitynetwork.net, and in the search engine on my website, just put in those three words, School of Thought. The whole course is called School of Thought, Visualization, and Imagination. But if you just put in those three words, School of Thought, click on the search button, it'll put up automatically. I'm going to say choose the digital download. Download that entire school within minutes to your computer. And when you do, folks, start on it today. I guarantee you it'll feed life into you. You'll find your spirit jumping up and down saying, I need this. Because it understands the suppressiveness and the depression and the oppression you've kept your spirit under from all the toxicity that's been said to you, about you, or you put upon yourself. Set your spirit free today to be a free bird, to live the life God wanted to live and bring that out into your 
into your natural reality. You deserve that. So download School of Thought today. You'll be glad you did. And as always, folks, thank you for tuning in. It ministers life to me. It blesses me to know we have a dynamic family around this globe. And as always today, if you don't like your day, change your thoughts and you'll change your world and you'll change your day today. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.